even the government of Indonesia is powerless to stop the Masters of Our Domain podcast. Do you think that Soldier Boy invented the playground tour? Yeah, tell him. <laughs> you think, you Maybe, think that's, yeah. that was an invention? Do you think? Do you think technically every time you're like, yeah, tell him? Um, do you think you have to? Hmm. Technically, you owe Soldier Boy money. I think that's right. Do you think Soldier Boy is so named because uh, he was a, a fan of the work of Joseph Coney? Yeah. yeah. It's actually a very <laughs> sad story, and I will thank you not to laugh at it. It was actually a reaction to Coney 2012. He was like, I think mm. we're giving this Coney guy a bit of a hard time. Yeah. and then that's Don't, when don't became, be atting that's me. When he became a, that's when he became a soldier man. Yeah, don't, that's right. Don't be asking me, telling me that the height of Soldier Boy's fame was 2007 slash 8. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cursed with that kind of knowledge. Well, the reason he's called Soldier Boy was because he, he grew up. Um, his, like, his, his, da- his like, dad was like, um, his dad was like a kind of really kind of famous and kind of prominent mm. general. Uh, Soldier Boy's actually Latin for little boots. <laughs> That is that is right. Yeah, Soldier Boy's I'm Soldier Boy's that. mother. I'm happy with that. It's Agrippina seven, it's the seven Elder. In the morning, I am I am firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Agrippina the Elder was Caligula's mother. Is that right? Uh, Germanicus's wife. Germanic. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Because Ag- Agrippina the Younger is his sister. Nero's mum. Yeah, Agrippina the Younger is his sister and Nero's mum. So, yeah, I think his mum was Agrippina the Elder. Yeah. It's difficult to keep track of off, all these Agrippinas. All these Drususes whom the city as well. of Cologne in Germany is named. One of, one of my favourite um, place names of all time, because it, the Latin name for it was uh, Colonia Agrippinensis, and they shortened it to Cologne, <laughs> or Köln in German, when actually the point was to name it after Agrippina the Elder. But what they've actually named it is, like, Settlement. Yeah. Like sticker things that you have to use in rented houses if you want to mm. put up a poster or a picture. The in- the inventor of those uh, socks they make you wear in hospital. Yeah, the inventor yeah. of uh, flu in the nineteen fifties. Yep, yep. The inventor yep. of th- those rubber <laughs> things you used to open jars. Uh, the inventor of um, of chameleons. Oh, you've lost me there. Well, because they've got the little they've got the little he- like the filaments on their on their hands so that they can go on like glass or like other flat surfaces so well, i see you've gone you've, you've really abstracted there which i do which i yeah. do respect i've got i've, I've extracted i have abstracted my uh hmm. my old car was called agrippina that was her oh, name. Right. Yeah. yeah the austin agrippina is one of the best cars of the 1980s that's right um, yeah. 1980s shut up <laughs> you could have had it substantially used. Um, yeah, but like a car it's just that a like... car called that would be from the 1980s. I wasn't talking about your age. That wasn't the point sure. of the joke. Well, the yeah. the um, 
Yeah, I'm just trying. Or maybe even the seventies, to be honest. Yeah, my car was. Yeah, that sounds like a kind of seventies car name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they should bring back those. Oh, the Daimler Sandra. Yeah, like I like the idea of like bringing back like the Hillman Imp. I think that's a. I think that's a cute name for a car. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there a Hillman Minx as well? Oh, the Hillman Minx. The Hillman Imp is a car that that yes ands every driving decision you make. It also has a little kind of snotty, snotty guy mm. in there. He, you know, yeah. got you got to watch him. You got to watch him because if you're not careful, he will he will sit on your head and he will plug your ears shut like he did with the yeah. necromancer. He's not pious, I'll tell you that. Um, he is not pious. No, definitely he is, not. The Hillman imp is 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 not pious at all. Mm. He's it's going straight to purgatory, thing. is the Hillman Imp. No number mm. of indulgences is saving the Hillman Imp from <laughs> from the hellfire. That is right, yeah. He's, he's oh, down getting, there for oh, people who are pecu- illegally we're, downloading music. We're getting peculiar music. now. No, we're, yeah. we're, we're getting peculiar. We're, we're, str- we're straying, into, straying into abstractions here. Look, you know what it is. It's Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld and is also currently in Bali. Hello. I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are talking about Season 7, Episode 15, The Cadillac Part 2, which if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know it's the second in a two-part episode about Seinfeld's The Cadillac. Yep. Hmm. But due to the way that the cookies have crumbled, uh, the first episode ended up being a bonus, and the second episode is a free. So, yeah. and that's for those just, of you, and that's just something you're just going to have to put up with. If you are simply a freemium hog, uh, I will do my best to catch it, catch you up on the events of the Cadillac Part One. If you're also not watching along with Seinfeld. Um, Basically, the long and the short of it is Jerry comes into some money and he decides to buy his dad a Cadillac. This causes problems because people at the apartment complex in Florida think that Jerry's dad is embezzling money and that's how he got the Cadillac because basically no one believes that Jerry has any money apart from Elaine, who is now much more interested in Jerry than ever before. Um, Meanwhile, George has been trying to go on a date with Marissa Tomei. Is the older people at the... The older people who are friends with Jerry's parents have mm. uh, taken Jerry's sadness out of context. It's very unfortunate. Mm. You have oh, no Anna- idea what that means. Um, Annabelle has just texted me from her seat by the pool and said, horrendous British guy out here at the bar specifying in an Essex geezer voice that his food is not spicy. Perfect. Fair play. We love to see it. Um, also, like, I don't want to hear that Annabelle's texting from the pool. Don't tell me shit like that. Mm. Listen, like listen, listen. All right, listen, listen. I got, I got, I got, uh, I got some choice words for Annabelle about her being at the pool. I want to be at the pool. Yeah, don't, don't we all? Fundamentally, it's it's actually worse for me because the pool is right there. You know, I it's can see. It's not worse it. for you. It's not worse for you because we're going to be done like an hour, and then you can go out. And then you can go out to the pool. That is true. Legally, and, that and is, this my, is right. my And this is my birthday week, so legally I should have a pool. Hmm. It's the, um, as they call it in South America, the Feria del Phoebe. Um, yes, that is what they call it. Yeah. Um, so if, you are, if you're celebrating at home, please do mark that on your calendars. Um, send, you can send me a present Phoebe's, if you like. 
Yeah, via via a PO box. Uh, Phoebe's actual birthday is called the Dia de los Phoebes. Um, uh, do you know what date, my? Do you know unknown? Do you know what my actual what my actual birthday is according to um, according to agrarian like ancient agrarian folklore? Like that was actually English going to be folklore. my next question. In fact, that was yeah. going to be your next question, obviously. But do you, mm. you want to know? Yeah. Um, it's the it's the night when the devil dances. Oh. Having attended a few of your birthday parties, that does sound about right. <laughs> that does sound that does sound accurate. Yeah. Um, so there was this mm. idea that um, that it's this kind of yeah, sort of one of those kind of weird um, uh, sort of sort of syncretisms between um, the kind of like the, like the kind of pagan past and the and the Christian present. So they came up with this idea that what the the, the, the first proper day of spring, May Day. Mm-hmm. Um, was when um god came down with um not like all of his angels with like some i suppose some like middle management angels with like his bouncers right, sure yeah his the bouncer HR angels yeah angels, exactly yeah god um and like um and like the angel like ombudsman like the ones with the, you know the auditors with the clipboards and yeah the, yeah and the yeah the, the the adjudicator yeah <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, if, yeah. If you like that, those guys, mm. um, they would come down into the field and they would set the lambs a gambling and plant the flowers and so on and so forth. So the oh, night it's terrible before, is it getting the lambs into slot machines at such an early age? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like honestly, I feel like not really enough is being is being done about it. It feels like one of those things that people are going to look back on in the future yeah. and say this is. Um, this was a real. This was a real trap. This was a real social, social, cultural trap. Getting them all into baccarat, and and I don't mean yes, sir. <laughs> I can boogie either. What? <laughs> what does that you know, mean? You know that. You know that uh, there was that band baccarat, and their only hit song was "Yes, sir, I can boogie." Do you not know oh, that? You must know the song. I know the song. No, no, I know yeah. the song. I don't. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. By. I thought for a minute that you were getting kind of briefly confused about the about the uh, um, prolific back catalogue of Burt Bacharach. I was like, Burt no. Bacharach didn't sing Yes Sir, I Can Boogie. Look, Bacharach wrote a lot for other people. <laughs> he wrote people, a lot, yeah. it's true, it's true. No one he wants wrote, to admit like, that Burt Bacharach wrote Yes Sir, I Can Boogie, but that is my big theory. It's like, it's the like Bilderbergs people, like, and then that. Do you know what? People don't, like, people don't know. Um, Burt Bacharach wrote, uh, wrote uh, Wait and Bleed by Slipknot. And people mm, don't know yeah. this. Yeah. Burt Bacharach was in Tower 7 and he was writing, yes, sir, I can boogie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why, why not? Uh, yeah. So God, so God and, the angel, and the angel auditors um, go and pl- mm-hmm. plant flowers and dance and welcome in and welcome in the spring. Uh, and so mm-hmm. the night before as like a kind of, I don't know, like a kind of consolation prize. Uh, mm. The Prince of Darkness, the devil himself, comes up from hell with his witches and his demons. Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, that's right. And they have it's a kind me, of... It's me, the devil. Yeah. That's a really good Ozzy Osbourne. How often do you get to Thank use you. that? How often do you get to use no, that? You... Not, <laughs> Surely not you very often, never... to be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, Surely there's absolutely very. It's, it's very Phoebe's few. birthday. I've got to go and I've got to go and dance with the angels. <laughs> it sort of it does border a bit on Johnny Vegas if you're not careful. It's straying into Johnny Vegas there, but like when you had it, mm. it was flawless. Mm. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank just, you. just one of, just one of your one of your surprise talents. Uh, mm. Yeah, so as a kind of so as, as a kind of um, last, last sort of grand last partying stand, this was the kind of concession made to mm. made to made to Lucifer that um, in order to see off the last of the winter and as the kind of the grand the grand last stand of the darkness. Um, so on April the thirtieth, right. on my birthday, um, out he, out he and the witches and the demons come, and they dance in the fields, and they dance in the fields all night, and that is that is my birthday. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, bit, bit um, of folklore for you. Anyway, moving on with. Uh... Yeah, no, that's um, just Johnny Vegas yeah. now. Unfortunately, with Johnny Johnny it. Vegas could be quite fun. You know, uh, Seinfeld. Anyway, look, it doesn't. You've, 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 Americans, you've flown, you don't know who flown, any of these people are. You've flown that's too close the to the sun. They'll know who Ozzy Osbourne is. Surely. Oh, that's true. They did do meet the Osbournes, didn't they? Or whatever it was. Yeah, um, but no, that's not why they know who Ozzy is. Because it's a fucking. <sighs> like, like, I, I feel think, like, like Black I... Sabbath were a lot bigger in the UK than they were anywhere else. The only reason. The only reason I think that that's possibly not true i'm not i'm willing to be corrected on this because i actually don't i actually mm. don't know but i can think of like a couple of like night of like 90s films where, that has a kind of a kind of kind of grun- sort of grunge kind of deadhead type referencing either black sabbath or ozzy osbourne yeah i think if if you were like into that kind of music in America, you'd know. I don't no, think no, they're but, obscure I mean, like, but, if you're into no, no, that. No, no, sure, but... but like I'm not talking about like actual people. I'm talking about like inserting this reference into a film, which suggests that there is mm. an, enough broad name recognition that audiences would at least sort of recognise that being a type of thing that this type of person would like. They wouldn't just be like, "Well, who the fuck is Maybe, that?" Maybe, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I do. That I do that quote that. that quote has been like used in like more than one film. That of all the things I've lost, I I, I miss my mind the most. Mm. I thought I did, for a second there, I thought we were going to do the um uh the George Best. Uh, I I spent most of my money on uh women, booze, and fast cars, and the rest I just squandered. Yeah. He would have he would have been such R.I.P. a legend to a real one. He would have been such a legend <laughs> if he hadn't been such a sack of shit. It's such a shame that George Best was such a sack of shit. I'm not going to ask about this because we really don't have time to go into it. Yeah, fair uh, enough. So... <laughs> fair, um, fair play. Uh, re- recapping episode one. Kramer's been taunting the cable man. Uh, George has been trying to go on a date with Marissa Tomei because one of uh, uh, I- Eileen, fuck, fuck, one of Elaine's friends is friends with Marissa Tomei and reckons that George is her type. Uh, Jerry goes down to see his parents in Florida. It's all kicking off. Episode ends. Um, the second episode, uh, Elaine is trying to get Jerry to allow her to go down to Florida and hang out with him. This is a confused plot line. Mm. Like, it's sort of implied that Elaine is now interested in Jerry because she's realized that he's rich. So she wants to go down to Florida yeah. to hang out with him. But he's like coming back to New York in like two days anyway. So it doesn't it doesn't really make a sense even on its own terms. Yeah, it doesn't. Also, we, we, like, we, we discussed this in the last episode, but it like it doesn't make sense either in terms of the internal logic of the episode or in terms of the established relationship between Jerry and Elaine or in terms of the established character of Elaine, and mm. in fact, to this end, uh, it gets completely dropped 
in the second half. Yeah. They're just like, oh, you know what? This isn't working. And it's quite it's quite mm. fun to to see uh, to see writers like realize something's not working as they are writing it, but still leaving it in. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to drop it halfway through, not writing, but filming. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> Only after recording around 24 minutes of this did we realise like, that it you doesn't know make what? any this, sense. This isn't working. Should we give Elaine a different storyline? So Elaine's storyline in this half of the of the mega episode um, makes much more sense with her character. Yeah. And there's some great... I, I, I love it when we have Elaine Costanza storylines because we don't have them very often. Hmm. Yeah, so the Elaine Costanza storyline in question is that uh, she gets Costanza Marissa Tomei's phone number and uh, he's going to meet up with her on a Saturday, which is when he normally spends time with Susan. So he's going to need an alibi. So he wants Elaine to be his alibi. And we have a great scene where they try and come up with a suitable lie together. And Elaine is not happy because George isn't accepting any of her suggestions for lies. (laughs) Yeah, George rejects her suggestion. And also, okay, I've got some I've got some feedback on this. So Elaine, so Elaine says, like, why not say um, I'm going to the dentist and I'm scared and I want you to come with me? And George is like, no, 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 that's no good. Like, this is perfect. This is a perfect and believable excuse. Like, Costanza mm-hmm. makes a lot of um, makes a lot of like correct observations about about the theory of lying, right? Mm. Like the like the kind of the abstraction of like what makes a good lie. But yeah. actually, well, I think both of their suggestions are bad because yeah. that the golden the golden rule of lying is mm. never lie any more than you absolutely have to keep things mm. as close to the absolute truth as yeah. possible, and then you will not be caught out as easily. And both of their suggestions involve bringing in quite big, complicating factors: pretending sure. that Elaine's going to the dentist, pretending she's afraid of the dentist, pretending she has the kind of relationship with George where he would go to the dentist with her, like. And well, George's suggestion the that they relation- make up. They definitely have the kind of relationship. Where, this is what I. This is why I think it's not a bad mm. suggestion because they definitely have the kind of relationship where he would go to the dentist with her because this is a very codependent group of people and they go on their errand dates together, like they're at, like they're at mm. university, like they kind of you know. But not usually Elaine and Costanza. Not Normally usually, Elaine and Jerry, or rather, or Jerry and Costanza, or rather we don't necessarily see it. Oh, interesting! Or- you're now you're now doing like theorizing the dark matter of Seinfeld, the off-screen. Yeah, yeah they're, like they they were. We're only is- seeing the tip of the Seinfeld iceberg here. Exactly, there is an entire corpus of um, of kind of the lives of the Seinfeld of the Seinfeld gang that that we don't see. All we see are the uh, are the kind of the fragmentary um, evidence of it, kind of on on the top. There's mm. this whole there's this whole kind of rich yeah. lost corpus of um, of 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 Aaron of Aaron's run and lies told with these people. Theoretically, so, if you had a supercomputer powerful enough and you fed all the known data about Seinfeld into it, it could tell you what they were all doing on nine eleven for a fact. Theoretically, but the problem is, is yeah. because computers still don't have a human soul. So unfortunately, we would still be missing some very important data about what goes on when when the Seinfeld gang are off screen. So. So yeah, mm. I think I think like and also I mean like 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 you're right because then Elaine would have to pretend to be scared of the dentist what like forever for as long as Susan and Costanza yeah. are married is that is that is that the mm. plan um, that that's just like part yeah. of her law that she is just frightened of the dentist but Costanza's suggestion um, which shows... I mean we don't trust the dentist on this show but no. we're not afraid of the dentist no but we don't trust them rightly 
rightly with good reason um but the but Costanza's suggestion which is you're going out you're you're having trouble with your mm. boyfriend he's an importer exporter um and um and Elaine suggests that the problem could be having is that is that she wants him to focus on the importing or the exporting or he wants to focus on the importing or the exporting and she thinks that he should do, that he should carry on doing both and Costanza says correctly this is very complicated and he's right you can't complicate a lie like he's completely and right also on- is not the sort of thing you would have a relationship disagreement about no, particularly not in a new relationship no of course um it he's absolutely right it's too complicated um so he gets the uh, he gets the theory of the lie right but he, he then kind of scuffs the execution which i think is an interesting piece of character development because it suggests to me mm. that costanza while he is very while he is a very very um practiced and kind of theoretic and uh, sort of theoretically embedded liar he's he's not, a scholar of the lie he's a scholar of the lie exactly he's not a natural lie he's not a natural liar he doesn't have like he doesn't have the mm. kind of like um like you know how like even though he looked like he couldn't run two feet without like having a wheezing attack and dying mm. um like young yeah. like young wayne rooney had like the most like incredible like natural like flair and skill on the ball mm, i am yeah. going somewhere with this um and mm-hmm. beckham never had it naturally but he was an incredibly diligent worker and he drilled and he drilled mm. and he drilled and he never stopped work and he never stopped training and so that's how he became that's how he became top flight because he just worked mm. so hard so i think that costanza is is the beckham of lying yeah he is a scholar of the mm. lie but he doesn't have he doesn't have the natural the natural twist lying it like capability. costanza yeah the twisting being the version of events yeah very good yeah he doesn't mm. have the na- he doesn't have the natural the natural lying capability um that's a reference to the 2002 film bend it like beckham which i believe was not was not very popular outside of the united Kingdom. no i don't think it was either um good movie though what bend it like Beckham? It is. It is a good. Yeah. It is a good movie. It's got. It's got Keira Knightley in it. They're, they're all of me. It has. It has. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Your hero is David Beckham. I can't. I can't bend it like him. I'd never be able to. I'll <laughs> never be able to bend it like Beckham. Yeah, it was actually. It was a film about blacksmiths. <laughs> I. I don't know why I laughed at that. I actually don't know what that. <laughs> what that means that's one of those oh, things like that has like the just shape like of a bending joke metal over oh, an, right, over okay, an anvil right, okay okay so, so david beckham was actually quite good at yeah strangely. bizarrely um, he had a natural flair for for for, for black but he for never worked at it <laughs> yeah never worked at whereas it, wayne why. rooney put in the hours at blacksmithing <laughs> and that's why um and that's why you yeah. can still get i can bend you like beckham that's why you can still when get it comes to sheet metal Chains, things like that. Yeah, my grandfather was a farrier. Do you know how much you earn as a farrier? It's a lot. It's and you so only work much six money. months a year. It is so much money. It's absolutely insane. It's because like it's because like there it's, are basically like no one who can do it. Yeah, it's an old timey profession. It's like it's like if you if you're a guy who thatches houses. You know what? Like because there's like four guys who still is, know how to do it. That is so funny. That was literally going to be my next example. <laughs> it's because there are only two examples. 
In this case, it's not actually brain in a jar. It's just those are the it's two medieval two professions that still exist. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think technically, I think there are technically still blacksmiths because, like, yeah, think- but that that's been moved into like more modern engineering stuff. Oh. Like, you know, you, you get like factories that do the stuff that blacksmiths used to do. Yeah, but yeah, there's definitely like old. Like people who do like fancy ironmongery for like people who want it to look old school type stuff. Yeah, of course. But I think most of the functions of a blacksmith are now just like made by like sheet metal engineering companies in more like factories. Well, uh, jo- George um, got out got out of going to a stag do last year, which was going to take place in a forge. In a forge? <laughs> in like Wales. Or like something. in the crucible itself. Like <laughs> th- this was what they were going to do for this stag do. They were going to go Yeah, to we're going to melt down the stag. They were going to go to this forge and make a sword for the stag. A sword? A sword. And I said, okay. And I said, okay. Like, and who is this guy? Who, who is this guy? And George was like, well, it, like, the weird thing is, is that the wedding's already happened. And I said, uh-huh. What? Because so, basically, it was a, what what happened was um, their wedding had been booked for like 2020, and then obviously right. that ended up ended up being cancelled, um, and the, mm-hmm. and like the stag do was like the stag do was also cancelled. But then when right. when they were allowed to have um, kind of gatherings again, they had mm. a, they just had like a really really small wedding in 2021. But then they were like, mm. oh, it'd be really nice to like go back and have the stag that I never had. And I said, but like. Sure. This, this, but this wedding, you didn't. I don't remember you going. To, I don't remember you going to a wedding, <laughs> wedding last year. And he said, "No, no, no, no. I, I was. I wasn't invited. They were having it really small." And I said, "Were you invited when it was a big wedding?" And he said, "You know what? I actually don't think so." I said, "So why were you invited to the stag?" And he said, "Well, I honestly, mm. I don't know." And I said, "I think you have a really, really good case for um, sending your apologies and not going and making the sword <laughs> for someone who didn't even invite you to the wedding." <laughs> Incredible. I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I'm a married man now, but I've always sort of seen myself as a Ronin. <laughs> yeah, well, technically, I'm in recruitment, but I have always felt uh, unfairly constrained by, you know, the uh, societal expectations of being a member of the Shogunate. <laughs> and um, I do think, you know, what if I, what if I untied me hair and just uh, just became a Ronin, but like mostly around Romford. <laughs> the Rumford Ronin. I like that. Yeah. I think that's, I'll live by a very charming. specific code <laughs> uh, in and around Ilford, Romford, anywhere on the A12, really, as far as Chelmsford. <laughs> the code of the A12. <laughs> the A12 Ronin. The A- like A24, A12. but it's A12. <laughs> the Romford Ronin. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Like we should be writing this down because this is this is this is golden. Yeah, we this should is pi- gold. We should yeah. pitch this somewhere. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Florence so Pugh as the wife. Yeah, uh, of the Romford Ronin. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So 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 um. Yeah. Like it. Like Elaine is a much more natural liar because even though she quite mm. often comes a cropper because of her lies because she doesn't really think them through, but she's got much more yeah. of a kind of. She's got much more of a kind of natural flair to her lies. So, like, she'll just mm. say something and just, like, whatever comes out, comes out. Um, whereas I think Costanza overthinks his lies. And this is how we end up yeah. with situations like he finds himself in in this in this episode. Because, like, honestly, 
like bearing in mind that Susan has observed. Just say you're like going to the cinema together or something. Like, well, but then, but then she could say, "I want to come with you." Right. Yeah. Um, but the We're thing going is, to is a no Susan, the allowed. no Susan screening. Yeah. Um, the because like as Susan has observed before, this is a very codependent group of people, mm. and all they do is sit around talking, 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 and so actually can't relate. <laughs> so actually, in all like if he if. George was a natural liar and had like the natural instinct for it. He would recognize that he could just say to Susan, oh yeah, I'm going to go see Elaine. She's having trouble with her new boyfriend. And Susan mm. says, oh, okay. What's like, well, I didn't even know she was seeing someone. What's going on? He could just do a kind of a hand gesture and go, oh God, you know, Elaine, it's always something. You know, it's always something. Yeah. It's, you know, it's something. She's got one of her problems. I got to go and listen to it. And that would probably mm. be enough because that is plausible. Mm. Yeah. He's right. It's too complicated. And then he panics at the last minute and uses the overcomplicated he lie about He thinks Elaine's the... teeth are too long. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like, but she thinks his are too short. She, she yeah. says that she really likes this guy, but he says enjoy before every meal. Mm. So she kind yeah, of yeah, wants yeah. to weigh up some pros and cons of this guy. Or literally, like I said, just sort of say, oh, God, it's Elaine. Can I go it's out something. with an enjoyer? Yeah. Exactly. 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 Mm. So yeah. So that's the, so that's Elaine's storyline. But I love the scene with Costanza and Elaine, and when Costanza's like, mm. "Look, Jerry and I have worked on lies before. You and I have not worked together. You don't know how I work." It's a lot like podcasting. You know, you need that chemistry when it comes yeah. to either a riff or a lie. A lie is a form of riff in a way. Okay. <clears throat> and by the same token, a riff is a form of lie. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's Elaine. Mm. So that's Elaine and Costanza's storyline, and and it's and and it's done so well as well because when Costanza says to Susan um, this like this ridiculous complicated lie, she listens and then she says, "Are you having an affair with Elaine?" Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, which is good. Um, yeah, and then and then George quite rightly points out, look, if I was having an affair with Elaine, I would... I'd tell you I was going to hang out with someone else, and then I'd go and see Elaine. Yeah, because so like the then... one person you know I'm not having an affair with is Elaine. And uh, yeah, and then Susan obviously kind of, you know, looks at him evenly um, when he says that because he obviously realizes that he's, uh, that he really has put his foot in it with this, <laughs> with this completely mm. correct but um, unforced error of an explanation. Yeah, never, never, never show your, your significant other too much working, you know? Well, I mean, if you're planning on cheating on them, no. Like, if you are, like, if you, no. you know, like, love them and stuff then i think it's fine to show you're working but otherwise no don't show you're working if like if you are if you are uh, approaching your relationships like they are a kind of um like they are a game that can be you know won or lost then you know yeah true don't don't show you're working yeah bit of a bit of life advice from my well i think there's a More what I meant is it it comes across as from, suspicious. From, from whether the Romford it, Ronin himself. Whether it is suspicious or not, which is not necessarily a vibe that you want to engender in from your the, from the Harlow Hun. I'm I'm look, I'm bad for this. The Harlow Hun, that is me. The Attila Attila the Mill. Um uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Um because I will often 
because I just have the kind of brain where I will just point something out, like like a la that. Like, look, if I was going to have an affair with her, I wouldn't tell you I was going to see her. Like that. That is exactly the kind of thing I would say. But then, actually, it's not like a reassuring. Even if you're not having an affair with anyone, it is a. It it's like a logical thing to point out, but I think it doesn't often go over well. Um, no. You know. Um, so that of, that's of, what I mean. I'm not advocating my, being dishonest. One of my friends um, was um, was convinced that, um, like a little while ago, was like was getting really worried that um, her boyfriend had his eye on somebody else. Um, right. And um, like, yeah, she has good reason for for thinking this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't. I. I I don't know any kind of further information mm. about it, but like, yeah, based going on- out with this guy, he's one big eye on top of a tower. <laughs> based on his based on historical behaviour, like she's definitely like she's definitely not insane to be his, historical behaviour. He's he's been at it. He's, he he's is the Romford Ronin. He's been out in Bosworth on his reenactments and shagging other women. It's oh, it's honestly. <laughs> he he has been fucking women up and down the the Japanese archipelago since the time yeah. of the Tokugawa shogunate. He's I mean he's and technically, can you tame a man like that? He's technically the great 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 grandfather of maybe seventy five percent of Europe. So you know, yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Let's have you have... heard of my boyfriend uh, <laughs> Genghis Khan? <laughs> yeah, he like, says people other... are trying to cancel him. There's this other guy called Genghis who hates Genghis Khan just so fucking much. Like, no, no, I was called Genghis first. No, not like Genghis mm. Khan. Like Genghis, you know, Genghis, Genghis Jones, Jones. That's me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Welsh, actually. Genghis yeah. is a Welsh name. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, so she was so she was like... Common misconception. So Wait, she was Welsh like- <laughs> Hotep who's like Genghis Khan was Welsh. What do you think the name? Where do you now, think the name? Ge- now we're cooking. Where do you think the name Gethin comes from? Mm, very nice. Yeah. How do you How do you think they took over the entire step without a rabbit? Come on, it's question. the perfect snack. That's a good You're question. You're trekking across the desert on horseback many days at a time, Genghis- raiding Gen- villages not knowing where the next bottle of yak's milk is coming from. Genghis Khan. What would you take with you? And your man who. Um, was he was he called Big Bertha or was it the woman who he borrowed the clothes off who was called Big Bertha? There was like this like Big Welsh rebellion. There was like this Welsh rebellion against the English like centuries ago, where one. I'll tell you of what, the- Big Bertha is the woman who didn't choose her own nickname. Yeah, for definite. Like no. Although having said that, she might just like own it. She might just be like, you know what, I'm Big Bertha. I'm going to call myself that before anyone else does. Body, body positivity, Bertha. Yeah, body positivity, um, Bertha. Exactly. Um, and yeah, this thick like Bertha. And the and the leader of this this Welsh rebellion had this idea mm. of like surprising, um, surprising the Eng- like the English garrison um, by kind of like sort of show- sort of doing kind of guerrilla tactics like sort of showing up in like showing up you know hooting and hollering beating their chests etc. Because that's the guerrilla. Mm. Um, yeah, and I they had this idea right, yeah. of mm. doing it wearing women's clothes because then they'd be able to kind of like sort of sneak around kind of un- sort of unnoticed but then like give them like give them a shot okay. and the leader at this point at this point <laughs> if alice was here her eyebrow would just be creeping higher and higher up her head until like, she eventually said the word egg i mean one does not know yeah but potentially one does not know. um 
you know what? Like this is a, this is that's a, that's a big Bertha said complete, trans rights. That and, is a um, this is, you know this is a complete derailment. Um, but yeah, she was convinced that <laughs> she was convinced that her boyfriend. This this is my friend. We're back to my friend. Away from the Welsh right. Rebellion, back to my friend. Um, mm-hmm. She was convinced that her that her boyfriend had like had his eye on this sort of partic- on this like the one particular woman, and she eventually was just like, "Look, okay, I just need you to just like set my mind at rest about this about mm. this girl. Like when you're like mm. like commenting in a slightly horny way on her selfies, like is it? Are you just like do you like just like not really thinking anything of it, or is like there's something mm. going on, or have you got like a little thing for her or whatever?" And his response was as if she'd look at me. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, now we are cooking. All right. And she told me that she was like, so I'm like, so I'm like completely reassured now. And I was like, are you? Are you reassured? Because my boyfriend is too ugly for this woman to fuck. So <laughs> yeah. I actually, he's made a he's good point. He's not definitely not cheating on me because he is not good enough. For the woman who he set up, who he uh, who he has chosen to attempt to cheat on me with, Genghis Khan is like as if little old me could cross the Urals. I mean, come on, guys, don't be silly. <laughs> yeah, don't be, Genghis don't be Khan ridiculous. with imposter that syndrome. Happen. That's a bit. Genghis, I tell you what, actually, no, Genghis Genghis Khan like being very annoying as a general would be a fun. You know, like just him going like they're just like oh yeah, we've got all these we've got all these prisoners again. Um, and then Genghis Khan's like, "Oh, I've got an idea. Shall we? Um, shall we get four horses?" And then like they're like, "I swear to God, Genghis, if this is the <laughs> if this is the fucking horse the suggestion again, is this is it? <laughs> if you're, you're going to suggest tying a guy to four horses, like honestly, it's sickening. Like a bunch Look, of the guys have had to do it now, and we're pretty happy with killing people, but that but I found it, a little like, a little gross. Like it's." Where did you even come up with it, you fucking weirdo? Look, I'm sorry. You know what? You know what? Mm. Moratorium. Genghis isn't allowed to speak until he's got the speaking stick. Put your hand down, Genghis, yeah. because we're not doing that again. Because that's that is a like I genuinely. Mm. What have you been watching? It's becoming fetish adjacent. What have you what What have you been watching? You know you're not supposed to supposed to watch video nasties because you come up with ideas. What like kind this. of leather bound books have you been reading, Genghis? Yeah, seriously, Genghis. I think it's time to have a little 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 word with the with the step psychologist again because I'm a little bit worried about this. Time to nip this <laughs> step the psychologist. Yeah. That's the psychologist you can fuck, just to be clear. That's that's what? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh no, I see, I'm stuck in the yak milking enclosure again. I'm stuck in the hut. <laughs> yeah, help me. Help me, Step Khan. Oh, right, oh, yeah. I don't know what kind of mother I'm going to be. <laughs> well, well, hopefully not a stepmother. That's all we can say. Mother. Well, no, I mean, it'd be quite difficult for, to, to arrange that with my current circumstances. Yeah, it would be. You just you just got to marry in. Just got to marry in. Mm-hmm. Um, have I have I mentioned on the podcast that Annabelle has like a porn family, in the in the sense that she has a bunch of like very tenuous step relations, which sound like the kind that they would come up with for the purposes of a porno. Like she has like a step grandfather, a step grandmother, a step aunt. Um, step aunt, I'll uh, I'll allow. Step grandmother, I think that's straying into which some darker corners. <laughs> 
I do need it does it because it's like the sort of thing where that does come up in porn and people are like what the fuck is a step on and then I I actually couldn't believe it when I found out the number of weird step relatives that Annabelle has not that the people are weird just that the 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 nicheness of the step relationship is odd I love that you Um, presented this like certainly like unusual but basically quite kind of explicable family arrangement with did i tell you annabelle has a porn family that is not what that, <laughs> that is not what that <laughs> what that suggests at all <laughs> that's like that's a real misleading headline there <laughs> yeah well you can hand most of her family in as collateral against a short-term loan actually speaking of misleading headlines yeah. um did I, did, right do you remember last year when that um when that bloke like tried to like try to kiss me in old street station and i had to like fight him off oh yeah yeah i do vaguely remember and that that, that, and like another bloke like intervened and like you know like saw him off kissed him back yeah kissed him back exactly Um, this bloke has just been in the news because he tried because he tried to do the same thing to another woman and when she like mm. when she fought him off he tried to throw her in front of a train jesus so he, yeah, and he's just, so he's just been jailed, and there's like a massive picture of his face, like and obviously, as you would recognise somebody who like mm. a stranger who like assaults you in a train station, you would recognise their fucking face. I'll tell you. Um, and so there's this big picture of mm. his face, and I was like, fucking right. hell, really, really lucky this other bloke had been had been there. But the headline said, "Man jailed." You after- were rescued by the Romford Ronin. I was rescued by the Romford Ronin. You know, roaming, mm. roaming Old Street Station, looking for damsels in distress. Yeah. Um, and the and the headline said, "Man jailed after bear hug." And I'm like, "That's not what he was jailed for." There's an end to that sentence. Like what? What he apparently yeah. did was like he like grabbed this woman and like tr- and like attempted to heave her in front of a train. Like, and I feel like that is a much more salient thing. And that's what yeah. he got jailed for. It was not that he got jailed for just hugging a woman. Yeah. No. That. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty weird framing. That I it's would pretty say. Pretty weird framing, and it fit. It felt almost like it was kind of framed to like get someone to kind of go oh well you can't do anything now what a man has now been jailed just for hugging someone and it's like yeah but if you mm. if you read it you read what he's actually jailed for. what it is is discrimination against bears because yeah. to them that's just a normal hug. that's just a that's just a normal hug that's just a normal to hug. a bear to a to yeah. a survivalist to a public school survivalist yeah. that's just a normal to, hug. To bear is he grills. going to prison are you gonna put are you yeah. gonna put bear grills in prison for having it for just mm. wanting a nice cuddle what are they going to ban next? Barbecuing. Bear yeah. Grylls is in trouble again. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Probably could do something about like Bear Grylls is mm. like a bear. There's also Otter Grylls. There's also Twink Grylls. Um, yeah. You know, fill that in yourselves. What are they, they going to ban next? Extravagant mouth jewellery. Bear Grylls is in trouble again. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, I was still thinking yeah. like Twink yeah. Grylls. Which honestly, right, as a bit, okay, I yeah. think, as a bit, I think Twink Grills has legs. Personally, it's kind but, of it's kind of like an Australian femboy hooters. You know, a bunch of twinks yeah. doing the uh, the sausage sizzle at Bunnings. There for you example. go. There's a thought for you. There we there you go. That's yeah. something. That's something to something to mull over. Um, so so just, anyway, going back to <laughs> despite like the... this, <laughs> yeah, despite this lying lacuna, um, 
George ends up going on a date with Marissa Tomei. It's all going well until he admits that he's currently engaged and she sort of slaps him and runs off. It's where we get the classic line about how manure actually isn't that bad because when you think about it, it's just newer, which is good. And, and ma, ma. Which, is, which is good. Yeah. yeah. And Great Marissa stuff. Tomei is fucking loving it. She's lapping, she's lapping this up. She loves a quirked up shorty, you know? She she's all about it, yeah. that. She loves it, yeah. Mm. And so meanwhile, Jerry's dad does get impeached as the head of the condo society because the woman who has the casting vote is the very same old lady from whom Jerry stole a marble rye on the street mere bom, episodes bom, bom. ago. <laughs> yeah. This really is, you see shades of Curb enthusiasm yeah, it's, creeping it's, it, in it, yeah, in late it's, Seinfeld. It's very kind of, it's very kind of Curb progenitory because, um, because mm. normally uh, the Seinfeld gang um, don't really experience any consequences for their, for their behavior. Um, and this is sort of, and this, but this is a very Curb, I mean, apart from, you know, yeah. obviously towards as we, as we kind of progress through the show when they start to sort of, you know, experience more consequences. But the fact mm. that the person that Jerry, Jerry's family need to help them is the exact person who Jerry mugged in the street for the rye, who is like this mm. kind of, who is this kind of like grouchy old bag, but they managed to get her yeah. on side. So it's like, it's really Shakespearean mm. tragedy. Like they, it's like, mm. it's all going to be fine. They're getting, they're going to get her on side. Um, and then at the last minute, someone's like, someone says the word bag in her hearing. And then she remembers Jerry saying, give me the, give me the Ryo old bag. Um, mm. and, and, and then votes to impeach. And then the people who were in favor of Jack also, um, also vote to impeach. Um, although I don't know how it works in like, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm being, fan. I'm being attacked by a small moth. Oh, just coming to say or is hi. it a gnat? I don't Having know. Some flap. kind of weird. It's not. It's not a fly, but it's some kind of flying small. Some kind creature. of flying creature. Coming yeah, in, I don't care little, for it. Having a little flap. I'll say that. Uh, because all right. So I understand that it's funny to call it an impeachment, and it's funny because it. We then have like the visual reference mm. from the film about Nixon. Yeah, is that what that was? Yeah, we kind of yeah. assumed. When, I've not like, seen yeah, it. When yeah. like Helen is like helping him on with his coat and he like like mm. walks past uh, like he walks past his like supporters and the other members of the condo and then he does like mm. and then he does like a kind of a waving and they're going but fun mm. little fact this film about nixon is i think an oliver stone film they really really love oliver stone oh, yeah. films as like visual reference that would make sense well because then they, they I'm also wondering have whether nixon might be a fun movie corner actually yeah, it could be fun. They do it. They do a movie reference with Kramer running away from the cable guy. I, I haven't seen the movie, but it feels like a Hitchcock movie. Uh, it was like yes, and then the bit, and then there's rooftop another, pursuit. Yeah, that I think that is. I think that is. I'm not sure what which one though. It's got to be like Hitchcock or like um fucking like the Third Man or something. It feels like a kind of like a fifties. It's definitely not. The, it's reference. definitely not the Third Man. I think it might be Hitchcock. And then there is um there's a bit when he kind of thinks that he's escaped, and then like the and then the guy um like kind of pulls up in a van and has like kind of cut him off. And I think that is that's another film i think that's like a, i think that's like a, ref, a reference to a to a film based on a stephen king i think um mm. 
I'm not positive, but there's lots of they, they have a lot. They have a lot. They have a lot of fun with it, this stuff. Like obviously, like it is funny because then you have the the the, the visual the visual joke with it being like it being like that being like Nixon, but an impeachment. You you don't get like you don't get deposed after the impeachment because I'm assuming that like if you're like mm. if you're if you have the mechanisms for impeachment, I assume you're running the I assume you're running the show like like it is a presidency like it is a kind of you know like it is a kind of political presidency all of you frozen all impeachment does all impeachment is is it um is it determines whether or not the person there is a case to answer so the impeachment's not the trial the impeachment is um the impeachment is the 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 pre-trial stuff so yeah because they famously impeached bill clinton but he didn't get yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if he's been, so if um, Morty's been impeached, um, then mm. that just determines whether or not you can go down the next. Yeah, the next. It's where they put you bit. in a big peach. It is when they put you in a big peach, a giant peach for the, for trial. Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, you you have to hang out with James in the peach dock. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that happens. Um. And then the only other storyline to tie up really is that Kramer has been. Giving the cable man the runaround still, we get this whole pursuit across town, the sort of Hitchcock reference thing. And then eventually the cable man just comes to Kramer's door and he's like, <coughs> Bless you. And he's like, Look, I give up. He's like, You know, it is unfair that we always give you these very wide time frames of when we're going to come. We're going to change. We're going to start telling you a time when we'll actually turn up. And if we're not going to be able to make it, we'll call you. He's like, It's just, it's gone on far too long. And then Kramer comes out and they sort of hug it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then we do get a post credit scene. Is the post credit scene the the Nixon thing? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So we have covered it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the episode. Yeah. Um yeah, uh this is a free one. It is so, if you listen to this, we have a Patreon. It's $3 a month for the regular bonus episodes, $5 a month for the Discord and the Movie Corner, or $10 a month if you also want the What's the Deal mini series. Uh this Current month, we have a nice What's the Deal with uh, your friend and ours, Tom Ballard, which should be a good listen. Also, the Luca Muller one is already out. Um, and there will be a movie corner as well, TBC. Uh, also, a quick plug for the Rome podcast. Uh, that's a 12-episode series with us and Patrick Wyman, all about HBO's Rome. Uh, you can get it for 15 bucks. The first episode is free. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.